This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director since 1977. I want to thank you very much for uh, joining us. Dale Hill, Commander of the American Legion Post 15 in Sioux Falls. Uh, Memorial Day means a little bit different to somebody in the American Legion, doesn't it? Yes, it does. For, for those of us that have served in the American military, it really means a day of remembrance for those that uh, died in the service of our country. It's not about the veterans. It's not about those on active duty. Uh, it's about those that, that did not come back or those that uh, died in the service to the country. It's not just a three-day weekend. It's <laughs> the, the government originally it was the the 31st, uh, 31st mm-hmm. of may yeah. and i believe it was in about 1947 that they the u.s congress changed that uh to the first or i should say the last day of or the last monday in may so that the federal employees would have a three-day weekend but and that's the way it come about as far as the the third or the, the last monday of the month uh but again, it's really to pay tribute to those that have died in service to the country. And that's, it's not just military. It's, it's those that have died, uh, say, for the State Department or the CIA or, or not just the Department of Defense. It's for all Americans who have died for the service. First responders, troopers, First responders, the firemen, mm-hmm. the police, everybody. I think they did the same thing for Veterans Day. They changed the date on that, too. Yes, they did. Yeah. Now, the 31st had some special meaning, though, didn't it? Yes, at, th- at that time, when it was first established after the Civil War, it was they picked that day because there were no battles on that day, and that's how it came to be the thirty-first of May, and it was originally called Decoration Day. Well, now it's uh, just a week or so ago they they had Poppy Day. Tell for those that, a lot of people, the young people don't know what Poppy Day was. Poppies, the, the red poppies actually come from a cemetery in World War One called Flanders Fields. I, I believe it was, I don't remember whether it was Belgium or Luxembourg. But that's where the, in Flanders Fields, the poppies grow between the crosses row and row. And I, I learned that in grade school. And so that's, that's where the poppies come from. And, and they give those poppies away but ask for donations. And that's what they used to support uh, veterans' needs, veterans in, in need. Now, yesterday you were in the cemeteries. Yes. And that, that's a lot of work, and, and the volunteers put a lot of, lot of effort in that. Post 15 uh, does Woodlawn Cemetery, and we put out approximately 3,500 flags yesterday. And we will pick those up Tuesday providing that it doesn't rain because they, they have to be dry when they put them away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, there's it's it's about uh, – well, there was about 20 uh, Legion members and about 40 volunteers and about 3,500 grave sites that we put flags and on. And that's just in one cemetery. That's just one cemetery. Now, the uh, Flag Day, May has a lot of things in it. One of yes. them is Flag Day, and that goes by a lot of people don't know what that was either. Yeah, June 14th is Flag Day. Okay. And that's, that's basically a tribute to the flag, to, to the U.S., and uh, just remembrance of the, the flag and what the colors mean. 
Well, now, I think they put flags up for Armed Forces Day, was it? Or Armed Forces yeah. Day, we put those, Post 15 put those, the flags up, and, and actually with the help of VFW 628, we put the flags up at the VA Medical Center on the Avenue of Flags. We will do, or did that again on, uh, well, on tomorrow, Memorial Day, and then we'll do it again on the 4th of July. How many of those flags did you put up? There's about 70, but they are on 14, they're 14 foot tall flags Mm -hmm. on big aluminum poles, and it takes about 20 people to... And to get those done on Minnesota Avenue, and no, that's right in front of the VA Medical Center. Okay, okay. Uh, well, there's a lot of flags. There's a lot of flags. <laughs> okay, a lot of flags, and that's pretty important. Uh, the uh, uh, you also have a red shirt Friday for the Legion members. Yes, and that is in remembrance of those that did not come home. Yes. Well, a lot of people say, "Well, that's that's somewhere else," uh, but there's a lot that didn't come home here in Sioux Falls. Yes. You want to go ahead and. And, uh, well, I'm not originally from Sioux Falls, so I don't have those numbers, but I can mm-hmm. just to kind of give you an idea uh, of the number of, of people that, that we are trying to remember. And these are just military casualties. And if you go back to the Civil War where all this started, there were over 364,000 casualties. And that is just on the Union side. I've never seen, through the federal government, I've never seen any good counts of the losses on the Confederate side. In World War I, uh, there was 116,516 military deaths. The interesting part about World War I is out of that 116,000, 53,000 were uh, battle casualties. The, the, there was about 63,000 that were disease casualties. Pneumonia. because of, Well, that was when the Spanish flu was big. It, it was much like COVID mm-hmm. uh, that went through the, the entire I, world. I had an uncle that was one of those, uh, uh, Francis, he, over in France. Uh, they said pneumonia back at that yeah. time. Yeah, but there was the Spanish flu. It was the Spanish flu. And then if you look at World War II, there was just over 405,000, and, and almost 292,000 of those were battle casualties. And there's still about 71,000, I believe, that are listed as missing and lost at sea from World War II. I talked to a funeral director the other day, and he says most people remember their family you know plots and and tombstones or whichever for mainly 20 years after that they don't remember who that was or they no longer put flowers out there it's it's the next generation does not always remember that's what i'm saying and and i remember israel back 70 years ago saying never again but they knew that people forget yes no matter how horrendous no matter uh people tend to say well i don't want to think about that but uh, uh, I was just talking before we started the program. If you watched the movie Troy, they mention it in that movie that uh, all the, all any warrior wants to, all they really want is to be just remembered. Just remembered. Mm-hmm. And that's what the American Legion is all. Can you give us some of the, um, some people think, well, I heard about the French Legion, but there's people that don't have any clue as to what the, the American Legion is. The American really Legion is. was started by uh, a group of officers and enlisted men at the end of World War One. In fact, uh, Teddy Roosevelt's son, uh, President Roosevelt's son at that time, was one of the founders of the American Legion and started in France and Paris, actually, in, in 1919. And at the first convention, I believe, was in St. Louis, and from there, it, it has grown. It, at one time, there was almost 6 million members. Uh, today, um, 
because most of the World War II uh, age group has, has passed, uh, were about 2.2 million members in the Legion. I don't believe there's anyone left of World War One. I. I think that... No, we have, in our post, I think we still have two, maybe three, that served in World War Two. How many members do we have in post-15 here in Sioux Falls? There's about 1,400. Now, I remember when I used to do dances, just go on wheels and that, there was a Legion Hall in every single town. Yes. Uh, no matter where you went. And I, I often kidded him. I said, well... How come you always have stairs going up or stairs going down? This, you know, a lot of veterans, you know, that's not, well, they, they, I finally got an answer. They said, well, the architects thought it made good stature. And so that's <laughs> why there's stairs at the old Legion Hall, you know, the ones that they built yeah. that are all the same. Um, and many of them had a statue, a Confederate, uh, a, a Union, uh, used to be one here at McKinnon Park, but a lot of those were at Legion Halls and stuff, yes. too. Um you do a lot of things. Uh, we mentioned the Red Shirt Friday, the Poppy Days. Uh, you have a national oratorial contest you do in, in April. And we we start at the high school level. They can be a, a junior, actually a freshman, sophomore, junior, or senior in high school. They go through a local competition, and the winner of that goes to district competition, which is but about six counties in, in the southeast part of the state. And then if they win that, they go to the state competition. And from there, the winner would go to national competition. And we had a girl from Beresford this last year, a sophomore, that uh, went and I think she placed uh, – well, she won the state competition, and she, I believe, was third or fourth with national competition. So she'll be a strong contender again for next year. That's a $25,000 scholarship if you go all the way with that. How do they – well, they can go to your website and find out more information. Yes, yeah. or they can call the the Legion office as well. All right. They'll get Susie. She'll tell them all about yes. it. Yes. Uh, Dale Hill, Commander American uh, Legion Post 15 here in Sioux Falls. And you do um, – uh, we mentioned the flags, the cemetery. Uh, Girl State is something that you support. Girl State is is actually supported by the auxiliary. Mm-hmm. It's Boy State is, is on the Legion side. Girl State is on the auxiliary side. Boy State is is held at uh, Aberdeen. In fact, uh, Memorial Day, those buses leave at eight o'clock in the morning for Boy State, and they'll they'll make other stops along the way to pick up additional boys on the way up there. Girl State is at Vermilion. And those girls will also be leaving. Uh, they're, they're on their own for, for transportation, but they will be leaving and going to Vermilion to the university for Girl State. And that's a week-long program that, that covers uh, Americanism and a lot of information on how our government works. That's important. That's important. And it's a good feather on your resume, too. Yes, it is. Uh, people do, do understand that. Uh, the Boy Scouts, you do uh, a thing with them. Uh, we don't. Uh, there's, uh, I think, in the past. I've only been here in Sioux Falls for about three years, so I, I, I can't speak. They have for, a Boy Scout of the Year, I think. They yes, we, we we actually had an Eagle Scout of the Year then, mm-hmm. award that we gave out this last year. Uh, but as far as a, as a troop sponsor, I believe in the past, Post 15 has had one. We do not currently have a, a sponsorship for Boy Scouts. Well, you're involved in quite a few things. You mentioned the auxiliary. Uh, is that included in the number when I say how many in the post-15? No. Auxiliary is a separate unit. Mm-hmm. It's a separate. They have their own charter through Congress. Uh, they have about 75 members, and they're very active here. <laughs> okay. Well, if you want something done. Uh, we, we 
lean on the auxiliary pretty hard for help. Yes. They do a lot. They help us a lot. In fact, they have, a, I think, a golf tournament coming up? They have a golf tournament coming up uh, August 15th. August 15th. And that's in the morning, and in the afternoon, the post will have a hog roast. Oh my! So we'll we'll uh, that'll be a for many of us that's going to be a long day. Well, coming up uh, June twenty first, there's a big rummage sale. I think that twenty uh, first through the twenty fourth, mm-hmm. and that's at the old AAA building. So if, two things: if you have items to donate for that sale, we'd be glad to take them. And uh, if you want to come and see what. Uh, what treasures you might find there, uh, come on out on, on those days and see what you can find. I, My dad used to do all that. You know, he'd go to farm shows and all that. But I, I've got uh, – I, I live in an apartment now, so I have to be careful. I don't go out and pick up more things uh, in that sense. But you're looking for people that maybe have crutches, canes, uh, ramps, scooters, that type of thing. Yes, we've, we've got uh, – Steve Sikorsky is a member, and he's got he's part of a group that collects those items – and refurbishes them and sends them to most of them are going right now from what he says are going to eastern europe uh romania and and those areas where uh right now there's a lot of casualties because of the situation in ukraine Mm -hmm. Uh, so they're in desperate need of of some of those types of equipment what does it qualify to be an american legion member well originally you had to be uh on military service during a declared war or declared conflict. We haven't had that in quite a while. We haven't had that in quite a while. Uh, and it that was the way it was for almost a century. And the Legion has been pushing for more than 30 years to get that changed. And, and we finally got that through a few years ago. So now it is one day of federal federal military service to be eligible for legion membership so basically if you get through boot camp uh, you're eligible for membership in the legion and i'm looking at an application it's only forty dollars a year forty dollars a year and there's benefits to that besides the magazine yes there's there's the national magazine there is discounts at uh, some hotels uh, a lot of times there will be discounts at some restaurants there is a $1,000 accidental death that it is no cost to paid-up members, but you have to be a member and apply for it. Uh, and, of course, the insurance companies will want you to increase your coverage, and it's at a, a very reasonable cost, but it, that is an option in most cases. Now, the new cemetery, somebody, people, somebody says it's almost half full already? Oh, no. Good. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it opened a year ago. And I think there are somewhere around 400 grave sites out there at the the current time. As best I know, there's room for about 12,000. Well, that's good that we have that in in Sioux Falls right now uh, because a lot of the Vietnam veterans, uh, like we are, uh, for for those who don't know, Vietnam War veterans was a little different, wasn't it? It was a different world back then. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not sure you were Navy also, and mm-hmm. as I was, but uh, during that time, you did not wear your uniform. I served in Southern California, and, and uh, I've been spit on, mm-hmm. and uh, that's just the way the, the world was at that time. There was it's very much anti-war. It was not the support that the military has today, and I'm really glad to see the military support that we have today. The Gulf War veteran is kind of. Uh 
brought back the recognition for the Vietnam yes. veterans. Yes. And I, I think that's been good for everybody. That's been good for everybody. The Vietnam veterans kind of uh, defined what PTSD was. And it really, well, I think it, that's been around for a long time, but it was never really recognized or had a, you know, it's shell shock during yeah. World, World War II in Vietnam, but it was never really put a name on it and recognized as a disability until the Gulf War. And that's been a benefit to other people that have been traumatized. Um, yes. With, with the, you know, they used to say, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That's not easy. That's not easy. Not, especially in, in today's world with, in the, the global war on terrorism folks and the traumatic brain injuries that they've suffered. That's, that's very different than uh, what you and I went through or other GIs went through during Vietnam and World War II and even World War I. Uh, As, it was uh, much more... The, the the global war on terrorism folks spent a lot more days in combat. You know, they spent somewhere around 200, 250 days in combat per year, where uh, in previous wars, it's probably been a third of that. And the wars were longer. And longer. Than World War II. Yes. Um, Afghanistan, is there anything uh, that Legion has, has uh, put out about that? Um. Because I'm wearing a, a Legion shirt today, I can't mm. comment but about, but about the politics. But you're smiling. I have personal opinions about that, but I, I, uh, because I'm wearing a, a Legion shirt, I can't really comment on that. We, we, we are a nonpartisan group, but that doesn't mean that, that uh, individually we don't have uh, strong feelings about certain things. Well, individually, but the main thing I think about the Legion is your numbers. So that you can lobby at Washington. With some when we power. go, when our national leadership goes in front of Congress, and they are representing 2.2 million veterans, they get the attention of the uh, Armed Forces Committees in the in the House and in the Senate. That's just just for that. That's a good reason to join. That's the best reason we have because be part of that. you know, we, from a local standpoint, uh, with all the activities that we have, the the forty dollars membership really doesn't cover a whole lot uh, because part of that goes to state, part of it goes to national for that support at the state level and the national level. So we have to do fundraising, but it's that support at the national level for lobbying and making sure that, that veterans uh, get the, the benefits, uh, the medical benefits, uh, the disability benefits that Congress promised to us when we promised, made our promises to the government to serve. Uh, that is, is really what the, the Legion is all about. Is to well, you have quite a history in Sioux Falls. Uh, the previous Legion location was for quite a few years before it moved into the alliance uh, that's kind of a, a, a memorial in itself isn't it? it is it really is a lot of weddings there a lot of weddings uh there's a lot of military retirements a uh, change of command for military uh there's there's a lot just a lot of activities going on at the, the alliance well the alliance i think has been a, a great combination it's, it's kind of unique in the country in a way it is unique in the country i know i know of no other city that has this type of an agreement between veterans groups 1700 west russell 
It's uh, if you haven't been there, it's 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 a great place to uh, uh, a lot of entertainment comes there now. Uh, yeah, seventeen hundred West Russell is actually the the Legion and the VFW. It's the old Armory building. Sixteen hundred West Russell is the Alliance building. All right. well, so it's the Alliance building, the sixteen hundred address that has the the bar and the grill and and the activities. They're, Almost connected. Almost. Well, they're about 10 feet apart. That's what I yeah. was going to say. Now, you mentioned fundraising. Pancakes are good. Pancakes. We do pancakes every first uh, Sunday of the month. Uh, we serve anywhere from 400 to, I think our biggest one so far has been about almost 750 people. Well, like I said, May has been a really busy month. You know, Armed Forces Day, the uh, the uh, Poppy Day. The He had the 50th anniversary of Vietnam back May 13th, yes. a couple weeks ago. Yes. And uh, May 11th, the tiny houses, uh, that you had a, a, a thing for that. Now, that's something that um, has been quite successful in other communities. Yes. For veterans. Homeless for, veterans. for homeless veterans, yeah. And and the uh, that's part of where that Poppy money goes, and that's part of where the money from the auxiliary uh, golf tournament goes is to provide the furnishings because the tiny homes group builds the homes but they don't always have enough money for the furnishings like the appliances and the let's say the the beds and the blankets and the couches and the tv and those types of things so that's where the auxiliary comes in and and helps provide some of the money to, to now support they actually those. open some they had a, an opening uh, a dedication about two weeks ago mm-hmm. And I believe they have either one or two veterans that are moved in. The last time I was over there, they hadn't paved the streets yet, but they were making progress. I, I believe one in three homeless in South Dakota is a veteran. Yes. Uh, and mainly by choice. Again, PTSD, you know, comes in on it and that type of thing too, uh, trauma. Uh, but like I say, uh, there's actually something being done. We mentioned the cemeteries. I know there's there's has been somebody uh, I'm in the Veteran of Foreign Wars also, but... There was a guy there that actually makes coffins for veterans. Yes, um, and I, I meant to bring that uh, flyer with me, and I, and I don't have it. But there is a group, if you contact the Legion office, uh, we can put you in touch with that group that makes both coffins and urns for you know low-income or, or needy veterans that can't afford it. Well, they charge a lot at the uh, uh, other places. Yes. Uh, I, I want to bring up the uh, uh, aspect of the many things you do, you know, including a, even a trophy gun show. The, <laughs> the gun show, uh, we work with the, the sponsor of, the, of that gun show, but we help with the, you know, holding the doors open for the vendors and helping uh, move in and out in that gun show. And, and we get a lot of traffic, and we use that for recruiting. So it's it's a good event for us. Well, we had... Uh Bernie Terrell on about Automania last Sunday, and he talked about uh, they're going to have a special presentation for veterans there coming up. Uh, it, it's a good place for those that go out for the car show, Automania, that they can talk to some of the, uh, the Legion people there June 24th at Valley Springs. Uh, Bernie has been a tremendous supporter of the he, Legion. He's a very good promoter. Yes, very good. We, we appreciate And usually with his programs, we, we have an old 41 Chevy that was right. given us to us and we use that as a parade car and it has uh, had a, a covering put on it that has basically military scenes on it and it's it's a you don't really drive that old car you just kind of herd it down the road yeah. so if we go very far with it we we trailer it we don't 
if we don't drive it. Well, there, there's as far as people who like old cars, there is kind of a, a part that they, they like they like the old military jeeps and ambulances yes. and that type of thing. Uh, I think your your vehicle is always at the Ace Car Show. Yes, and, uh, and that, it's actually that that forty one Chevy. From what we've been told, was an old general staff car. Maybe that George Patton in it. Could have. We don't know. We don't know the history other than it was a general staff car. So uh, we're talking to Dale Hill, commander of the American Legion Post 15. Um, you know, that's a lot of work. You, you spend a lot of time as a commander. Why, why did you decide to be a commander? <laughs> I have been a post commander before I moved up here about three years ago. I was a post commander in, in Quincy, Illinois for three years. Oh my. And uh, I made the mistake of telling the group here oh, no. that I was a previous commander and it, it didn't take long for them to do some arm twisting to, to get me into a leadership position. Well, let's get back to the names, if we can, of some of the people uh, that we're trying to remember for Memorial Day. First of all, what is going to happen tomorrow for Memorial Day? What, what is the schedule for things? We have got, I think, seven events that we're going to be doing tomorrow. We start at 6.30 tomorrow morning, putting flags up at the VA. Uh, for their uh, avenue of flags, I think is what they call it. It's uh, we put out about seventy flags in front of the VA medical center. Then at um, eight o'clock, the bus leaves Boys State. The girls head for Girls State. Uh, about that time, around eight thirty, we have a color guard that will be out at the uh, state cemetery. And at 9 o'clock, we will have uh, the rifles and the, the color guard at St. Michael's Cemetery. We will have, at 10 o'clock, we will have a part of the Memorial Day program at uh, the Alliance. And then, I believe at 2 o'clock, we have a flag presentation at Fleet Farm. And then at 7 o'clock, we take the flags down at the VA Medical Center. For the public, is there a ceremony that they can they can go to? The, the probably the best two of them, uh, the state cemetery and uh, the program at the Alliance. Now, how do people get to the state cemetery? If we can describe it on radio. Okay, the easiest way to get there is to take Interstate Twenty Nine going north, go across I ninety, continue going north, and it's about a mile mile and a half north of the of I-90 and it's I believe Slip Creek Road mm -hmm. you take that east and just follow it around and uh, the, the easiest way to find it is there's a huge American flag flying out there so it's it's not too hard to find once you once you make that right turn or the east on Slip Creek Road just follow the, the, the road down around it'll take you right to the entrance you work like with the VFW and others to have kind of a color guard for funerals? We work with the VFW, uh, the Marine Corps League, mm -hmm. uh, and surrounding uh, posts for uh, honor guards. Uh, we do post 15, it's just us. We do about 130, 135 funerals a year. Uh, I think that the VFW and the Marine Corps League and the other a post probably do at least that many combined so that we, we we've done as, as few as one a day we've done as many as five funerals a day and these are all volunteers these are all volunteer hours in the heat of the summer and the cold of the winter yes and, and it i will tell you that it 
when it's 20 below out there and the wind's blowing, it it is nippy. But we're there. It's all about remembering. It's all about remembering. Uh, Dave Hill, Commander, American Legion, Post 15. Now, when do you usually meet? We meet the first Tuesday of each month. The one exception would be July because there are so many people on vacation. And, and like this year, that first Tuesday falls on July 4th, so we don't have a meeting. But other than that, it is the first Tuesday of each month. And then the third Tuesday of each month, we have a social dinner for all Legion members and auxiliary members. Or, well, I should say Legion members and spouses and sons of the Legion and Legion writers can all come out to that uh, Dinner. Legion riders. That's a Harley. That's a basically a Harley, or at least a motorcycle yeah. group. Yeah, but you have to be a member of either the Legion or the Auxiliary or the Sons to be a member of the Legion riders. We well, can get a pretty good deal just coming out for lunch at the Alliance. That's uh, right. Uh, and and asking questions and asking questions. They've, they've got a gun range. Uh, the gun range is very popular. Mm-hmm. Well. What can we say uh, if you want to enlist some new members? I, I know every service club is having a hard time getting younger people. What do you want to tell them to uh, to get involved with the American Legion? Well, I've been a member of the Legion for 40 years. But in reality, I've only been active for the last 7 to 10 years. After I retired, the important thing for the younger members is to be part of the Legion and support us, especially for the when we go in front of Congress. Dale Hill, Commander, American Legion, Post 15, as far as the cemetery, you can Google that. It'll give you a map. Yes. Um, you can go to American Post, Legion Post 15 on Facebook. Yes. <clears throat> That's where I got a lot of my information. And, and we're developing a web page, so you can go to that as well. Well, that's uh, the American Legion Post 15 2023. And I uh, want to thank you very much, uh, Dale Hill, for being with us on forum. Thank you. Appreciate it.